Good morning and welcome to Hochmah and Coffee, episode number 11 for the month of May. I hope you're having a wonderful morning so far. And if you are just joining us and you're wondering, what is this Hochmah that you're talking about? It's the Hebrew word for wisdom. And it's our goal on this podcast just every single morning to give out a daily dose of wisdom. And so if that's interesting to you, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any of these free Bible studies that I hope will be a blessing every single morning. And so without further ado, Let's jump into our wisdom for today, our chokhmah for today. And we've been journeying through the book of Matthew. And we are in Matthew chapter 9, and we're going to be looking at verses 9 through 13. And if you've been following along, that's great. I'm so thankful for that. If you're just joining in, I'll try to catch you up a little bit. We've just seen Jesus do some amazing things, and it's been you know, climaxing in the last session um, where he said, hey, not only do I have power over, you know, uh, demons and power over illnesses and power over all these other things, I also have power to forgive sins. Now, the climax of that, of him showing his authority, also begins a new problem. And this is with the scribes and the Pharisees. And what you're going to see here is Matthew begins to build another story, right? So we've seen him demonstrate over and over again. He is this Messiah that we've been waiting for. But now we see him come into conflict with the rulers from that day, the people who thought that they were the religious leaders and the Pharisees thought that if they could get everybody to keep the law and do what's right, that they would be the ones to help usher in the Messiah. And now we have this renegade preacher coming and he's forgiving sins and he's doing all these things. And they're thinking, this is not the way I think it should happen. And so Jesus comes and, and the, you got to realize the Pharisees thought that it was the holy ones that the Messiah would be drawn to. And those, the holy people that he would gather himself around and that the holy people would have the highest, you know, uh, uh, I, I'm trying to think of the word, the, the closest and the highest regard when it comes to the Messiah. And so now with that in mind, let's come into verse number nine of Matthew. Uh, it's Matthew 9, 9, and this is what happened. So he had just done uh, healing this paralytic man and them wondering how he could forgive sins. And verse number nine says this, and as Jesus passed forth from thence, he saw a man named Matthew. Huh, huh we've heard that name before. Sitting at the receipt of custom, and he saith unto him, Follow me. And he arose. I love that. There was no hesitation. He didn't think, well, maybe. I mean, I got a good gig here. He says, no. He arose and followed him. This shows us that Matthew had a pretty good knowledge of who Jesus was and what he was doing. And maybe in his heart, he thought, man, as a tax collector, I can't come to Jesus. People don't like me. I am somebody that is on the outside of society. The Pharisees don't like me. Regular Jews hate me. This is not a good situation. And that, if, if the Pharisees hate me, if other Jews hate me, the Messiah would have no time for me. And yet we see Jesus come to this publican, the lowest of the low, and say, follow me. And this was his point where he says, if he wants me, I'm going. I'm going to be with Jesus. And he was so excited that Jesus would talk to somebody like him, but not just talk to somebody like him, but would invite somebody like him to be on his team. <laughs> That's crazy. The lowest of the low. In our minds, think of the greatest sinner in our society. 
And Jesus coming and saying, follow me, be a part of my team, come and be with me all the time, be associated with me. This impacted Matthew so much that he threw a party in his house and he invited other publicans and other sinners into his house. And so then we see the Pharisees, they see Jesus eating at Matthew's house with these other publicans and sinners with the disciples. And the Pharisees are in shock. They're thinking, how could this be? This man says that he's this Messiah that's coming. He says that he's this this prophet or whatever. He, he says that he's someone coming to declare the kingdom of God. And yet he's eating with these publicans and these sinners. And so they come to the disciples and they say, hey, why is your master eating with these unclean, low down people? And I love this. Jesus steps up. You can kind of see him say, disciples, don't worry, I got this. I can speak for myself. And he comes up to them and he says, they that be whole need not a physician, but they that are sick. Wow. (laughs) As I read these, I am just so in awe of Jesus and his composure and in his wisdom as he just comes to these Pharisees who are wanting to do something that would hurt him. And he just says, hey, let me just turn this upside down and tell you the obvious truth. People who are whole don't need a physician. Only the sick people do. And then he says this, but go ye and learn. As I was studying, I found that that is something that Pharisees and scribes would often say when somebody only had a superficial knowledge of something. And so if someone were to come to them and say, well, wait, aren't you wrong because of this, this, and this, but they hadn't done their study, the Pharisees would say, well, go ye and learn this. And they'd go tell them, basically, you have no idea what you're talking about. And Jesus turns that saying on the Pharisees themselves. And he says, go ye and learn. You say you guys are the rulers. You guys know the Bible better than everybody. He says, oh wait, go ye and learn what that meaneth. I will have mercy and not sacrifice. This is a quote from uh, Hosea. I believe it's Hosea uh, 6.6. Let me just make sure before I tell you that's exactly what it is. Yeah, Hosea 6.6. I will have mercy and not sacrifice. And he says, For I am not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. Why is this so rich? I could I could spend a long time on this and why Hosea is such a good place for him to pull from this, but I'll let you connect some more dots. But this is what this passage is showing us. Jesus came for you and me, regular sinners, broken down people, but he only came for sinners. And if you're listening to this and you think, I'm pretty good, I'm not really a sinner, then you are in the same category as these Pharisees who thought they were good and they were better than everybody else. And Jesus said, hey, those people who are whole or even who think they're whole, they don't need a doctor. But the people who are sick, they need a doctor. And that's who I'm here for. Friend, Jesus came for people who are broken, for people who don't, un- who, who don't do what's right, who people who don't live right. He came for the rejects and the abjects. He came for us, right? And that is one of the most glorious things. And this picture of Matthew shows us that there is nobody that Jesus isn't willing to save and associate with. And if you're listening, friend, Jesus loves you and he wants you. He's saying the same thing to you that he said to Matthew, follow me, follow me. And he can totally revamp your heart, remake you from the inside out. And I love that about Jesus. I love that he would look at a sinner like me. He would change me from the inside out. And if you're saved, you know what I'm talking about. If you're not saved, friend, 
be saved today. We have some videos on our YouTube channel that go into depth on the gospel. We also just released a book, Good News, and it just goes into how it revamps our hearts and our lives. But I really want you to know that Jesus loves you, and if you'll just believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, thou shalt be saved. Friend, if you are saved, are you like Matthew? Are you looking for other sinners? Are you looking at people just like you and even people that others wouldn't associate with and say, man, you've got to come know the Jesus I know. If he would call me, he'll associate and call you as well. He'll, he'll, he'll save you the same way he saved me. Well, I hope you have a great rest of your day. And I want to thank all of our patrons. You guys are so huge. You guys are the reason we're able to do this. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. If you want to be a patron, there's no pressure, but there is a link in the description. Also, I want to thank those of you who are regular listeners and sharers and those of you who have reviewed the podcast those things are all huge and so I thank you so much and I will talk to you tomorrow